Y'all heard. heard a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related in this cold winter night. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think last episode it was a cold winter's day. <laughs> oh, I was going to say cold winter's morn this time. Mm. I'm pushing myself to say something new every week, even if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening. This is a show where. Facts are like guitars, comedy is like a bass, and friendship is the drums. And we are a power trio that makes music, that gets me moving and grooving to all the greatest hits of all time. And if you're like, wait, there's only two hosts, the third one is Skype. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, better, better. It's you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, tell me some, tell me one positive thing about this week. Okay, I could do that. Today, I was um, replying to an email, and I went to write my boss, but I wrote my booze. (laughs) (laughs) Did you press send? I almost did, but I caught it in time. (laughs) Oh, I wish you didn't. And it's because I was CCing my booze into the email conversation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's fun. Did you tell him later? You were like, hey, I almost called you nope. my boo. Nope. Yep. That's fun. My day is full of people doing that, where they do something, and then sometimes I can even overhear what they're doing, and then they come over and they go, you know what just happened? It's like, yeah, I do. You know what? Oh, oops, Sorry. At least, I gotta say, do they say, you know what just happened, and then they go into their story, or do they wait for you to say, tell me more? Oh, it doesn't matter if I, what I say. I'm still gonna hear more, but... I, I have a co-worker. I actively like him. I consider him my friend. I think he's great. But, every day he goes, so-and-so is crazy. And then he just lets that text sit there forever, expecting us to be like, what did she do? And sometimes he won't follow up if we don't ask, or he'll wait two hours and then tell us. And I'm like, (laughs) why don't you just go into it? Say so-and-so is crazy. He did this. And it makes me angry because as a point, I think you know, I hate when people do that. So I won't ask what they did. But I'm like, oh, but he's my friend. Yeah. And he know this makes me want to murder him i should probably be like what did you do and sometimes i do but i consider that a gift to him yeah and maybe one day i should just say that infuriates me but i haven't gotten there yet speaking um, of fury from co-workers <laughs> do you is is that this me week. or you have more oh yeah oh yeah tell me tell me this week i had to go to my booze um Birthday lunch. She mean, he means, wait, but that it wasn't your boss's, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was my boss's. And oh, okay. yeah, since COVID started, we stopped doing birthday lunches. And mm-hmm. side conversation with me and my boss, we were kind of like, you know, maybe we won't have to do this anymore. Uh, because... Because one person in your department isn't well, vaccinated. <laughs> eat lunch. You need to have no mask on. No, I'm saying I'm saying from that point forward, it's like, oh, we won't have to do this anymore. Um, birthday lunches oh, at yeah, all. You have a really good excuse. Yeah. Now so this time, do it. We're a three-person team, and one third of the team is unvaccinated and doesn't really seem to care. So she does come in and say. We're going to do birthday lunch with Bill, right? And I'm like, I don't think we do them anymore because of COVID and everything. She's like, well, I'm fine if you are. So what? You should have said I'm not fine, Pete. No, no. She's like, but if you don't want to eat at a table with me, then we don't have to. And that's so <laughs> Right. I understand. I understand. There's a couple of places in this story where I could have gone a different direction, you but know. I didn't. <laughs> okay. So anyway, cut to the chase. We have to go to lunch. Gross. So my booze wants to go. 
<laughs> my boss wants to go uh, to a restaurant that is a three block walk. Okay. Um, moderate sized blocks, not Philly blocks, Marissa. So anyway, okay. we get there and the place is closed. Okay. And it's like 30 degrees outside, but don't worry. It feels like 20. So <laughs> then we're like, oh, well, we better go to the other place, which is also three blocks away from work, but no. in a different direction. No. So now <laughs> we have to go three blocks back and over in another. And so ultimately we sit down and when we're going in, my coworker says, hey, I'm going to pay for the boss and then you can pay me back. And I'm like, fine, because we've been doing this shit forever. We'll, we can figure this out. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And I made sure I had small bills. Actually, I, would, I didn't have small bills. I paid with a 20 so I could get small bills, which always makes me feel bad if I... Anyway, uh, <laughs> she orders two items on the menu. My boss orders one item on the menu. They both get water. The bill is yeah. $22. Okay. See if you can figure this math out. How much money do I owe if I am paying for half of my boss's lunch? Wait, how much? You didn't say what you ate. Oh, that's because I paid separately. So that's not necessarily relevant oh, okay. to this. But if I was no, trying to come up with a tricky word problem, I definitely would do that. <laughs> oh, wait, how much did his cost? Well, if I'm going to pay. So you're not going to you... split that. You're not going to split that, is what I'm saying. You're not going to split that in half. You would split it no, into quarters. Right. If I'm going to be generous, I would say, okay, let's just split this into quarters and get this over with. So anyway, I order my food. I sit down. And she goes, you can pay me back whenever. It's not a rush or anything like that. And I was like, how much do you want? And she goes, well, you know what? Only give me $10. Why would you give her $10? That's like paying probably like... I, I paid for all of his lunch and some of hers because ultimately, to answer your question, he got a uh, a mushroom burger, which was $9.50. First of all, that's beautiful that that is a price there. Second of all, I'm so angry. I'm trying not to verbalize how angry I am. And so then, Marissa, if uh -huh. you think you're angry now, Please. just wait. I'm going to kill myself. She raised a glass, a plastic cup. What a cup. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and she made us clink cups. Now when it's her birthday, say that you already covered it since you paid for half of her meal. And yeah, just say like this covers everyone's birthday for the year. And the, also, the oh. best part is that my boss is really sharp on stuff like this. And I know immediately he knew that she was, like, ripping me off. <laughs> because she also, oh, oh, this is good, too. You'll appreciate this during COVID times. She got curly fries for the table. And I'm like, bitch, I ain't touching but, nothing you're eating. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did anyone, did anyone eat them but her? Uh, she and my boss did. My boss kind of, like, took a handful at the start of the meal. I can't fucking believe she made you pay for part of hers. Guys, I want to say something. I, I And uh, that was the like other that. point, too, by the way, where I could have said, excuse me, I believe that you are wrong. Let's check your math. But I didn't. And I didn't because I don't care. <laughs> this well, lady no, could use say, the 10 bucks more than I could. <laughs> I would say that's the part where we would get awkward. I, I, I think I would have said when she said, if you don't want to sit with me, and I would go, I'm glad you understand. <laughs> and then we would have go to like, but no, at that point, it's awkward. However, it would haunt me forever. It's not, guys, it's not because I'm, I mean, I guess I can be accused of being stingy. It's not because I'm stingy. It's because it will haunt me forever because I will think in my mind, were they trying to rip me off or do they not understand math or do they not even think about this? Because <laughs> I've had people in my life that always didn't factor in tip or tax when paying me back and it would fill me with rage because I would be like, do they know what they're doing? <laughs> like, yeah. what is that? I, I, it's the principle. I believe in justice above all, okay? <laughs> okay? Especially so, in these streets. <laughs> yeah, especially. So, fuck that. Ugh, I hate the story made me want to die. Um, he, he was supposed to tell me something happy. 
<laughs> but I guess you wanted to share that story, so this is a place to put it. But that counteracted the happiness. Well, you can bring it back, Marissa. This is your opportunity. This is so uninteresting as a story, but I will just say this is the greatest joy I had. I think I was telling my father how depressed I've been lately. <laughs> That's by the, the way, way, all joyous stories start. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, which, by the way, I had to. I told my mother the next day, and I was like, "Mom, this is why I don't tell you." Because when my father was hurting, he was like, "Oh yeah, me too. It's been a rough winter," and my mother's like. These people nowadays use that word too loosely. Why are you depressed? Pro- show me you're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the next day, my father calls me twice. And then the weekend I sleep till like one because I have nothing to live for. Yeah. I mean, what and, else are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, why'd you call me twice? He's like, to wake you up. And I was like, okay. And he was like, it's beautiful outside. Go outside. Get some coffee. Drink it outside. Take a walk. And he's like, I'm going to call later to make sure you did it. And I was like, okay. But you know what? That was good advice. I didn't want to get coffee outside, but I did order cake. It cost $15 a slice. <laughs> and it I'm was, sorry? Yeah, $15 a slice. Okay. It was organic, vegan, gluten-free, and refined sugar-free. And uh, it's fucking delicious. I I walked like five blocks to get a piece of cake. <laughs> and you walked five blocks and paid fifteen dollars. <laughs> Actually, I got two cookies too. One of the cookies, it was like a chunkier version of a normal cookie that cost six dollars. Then there was a jumbo cookie that cost eight dollars. They were all very expensive. Yeah. They were life changing. They were so good. I was like, "What the fuck?" I like audibly said in a room alone to myself, and then I texted someone, "This is unreal." <laughs> <laughs> so that was the highlight of my week. Very uh, good. Very good. Also, I've been a little less tired and a little more upbeat lately, and I can't tell whether I'm lucky or it's because I took out my motherfucking birth control, <laughs> which very well might be why I cry all the time uh, in the past years, I'm tired all the time, and am inexplicably full of rage at point. No, I'm Maybe sorry. Maybe I should I was stop of- birth control. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm always full of rage. <laughs> but I always know why. For some reason, I was like getting full of rage but not knowing why. That was new to me. Uh, yeah, I wish you could get off birth control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, you're in Philly, PSN Co., has fantastic desserts that are very expensive but very good um oh we have an icebreaker because i was like how the fuck am i gonna segue okay (laughs) icebreaker hey marissa hello if you could be a kitchen appliance which appliance would you be a wine opener all right, I guess that's that's an appliance, right? Oh wait, that's not the name of it. A corkscrew, a wine opener. What the fuck is a wine opener? Uh, I can some more time. Why don't now? What? I mean, I can answer again. You answer first. So would I you be answer. like a corkscrew that you gotta like screw in, or would you be one of those? Like, would you be the a Kristen Bell corkscrew where it seems like it's vacuum sealed? No, that's too fancy. I would be in between. Not the corkscrew that you have to screw in and then pull with all your might. But the one where you have the arms? Yeah, that had the arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, because you do have arms. I do. But also, like, (laughs) that feels like enough of a luxury to me. I don't need a... I I was going to say magical. I don't need to do, like, use one that's vacuum or whatever or electric. Like, how lazy are you? But the other one is impossible. Well, if you're putting away as many bottles as Kristen Bell, huh? Oh, I also saw one episode, by the way. That show is intolerable. And my uh, just my aunt reviewed it by me by saying, Kristen Bell got fucked every which way in that show. I saw a text in my family group chat moments ago that said that. Is that true? If you could write back to her and say when, like which episode, because <laughs> I keep, like, you know, Google News is not really terribly reliable because if, you demonstrate an interest in anything, it'll keep showing you that. So since I watched yeah, the trailer yeah. for that movie, it keeps showing me things about Kristen Bell. 
And yeah, yeah, somebody like there's been a few headlines, which is like about how it's not family friendly or something. And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, how many episodes have you seen? I watched it all. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Uh, I'll see the five of the chat. Maybe my mind is so smutty I don't even recognize it anymore because I'm, I'm vile and disgusting. <laughs> well, if the chat moved on to like dinner and I'm like, hey, when does she fuck? I'm not going to. But if they're still talking about it, I'll be like, just write asking what? for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. At what minute point the sex uh, Okay, what would you be? I would like to be a toaster oven. Why? Because not everybody has a toaster oven. But I really like having a toaster oven. I like cooking up some chicken nuggets in there. Yeah. Um, and I've had the same toaster oven like since college. I don't wow. think a $70 toaster oven is supposed to last Maybe it's a magical one. Like, maybe close to 20 years. Wow. <laughs> um, not to shit on your toaster oven. I'm sure it's great. Hey, but just, don't dare. I was going to say, if you get an air fryer, not, not the ones with a basket, but I have an air fryer that is the shape of a toaster oven. And it's basically a toaster oven, but also it will fry my food. I would never own a toaster oven again when you could just get an air fryer that also is a toaster oven. Just tell so you. So I can toast things? Yeah, I make toast and I can bake things? Fry. Yes, I bake And then I can air fry things? Yes. Oh, well, I don't have one of those, okay? Well, I, re I recommend the Emerald one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Um, speaking of if I could, if I was a handheld thing like a line opener, I would definitely be a spatula, because I'm getting under that shit and I'm getting it out. I don't understand what this means in relation to the person that you are at all. And then cookies, cookies are all over me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I not use a spatula. Uh, I would be a, I would be a. Uh, a cookie sheet then because cookies are all on top of me yeah and you're really heating them up <laughs> <I don't laughs> you're making what? sure they got room to spread <laughs> <laughs> okay guys this is experimental are you it's greased or ungreased <laughs> uh, uh, I have parchment paper on me nice That's so easy to clean up yeah my partner is parchment paper <laughs> Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Aaron, you're the parchment paper to my cookie sheet. <laughs> there is no segue. Oh, by the way, my boyfriend the other day, God, I, is, I don't, let me do a very short story. Uh, I promise it'll be short because we've, the intro's gone on too long, but, um, I signed up for one of those things where you could look at public records of people because I needed to find the phone number for my father's old friend's daughter for some reason. <laughs> okay. No, it's totally legit. Because my father knew his old friend's number, but it was too hard to find that. So I found the daughter and talked to the daughter. But in order to do that, I had to like subscribe to binverified.com for a month. So I was like, well, I might as well look at yeah. where. While I'm here, I may as well look up everybody I could ever think of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I may as well try and find. My friend from Korea that goes that vanished. I couldn't find her, but I was like, I might as well make sure my scumbag ex boyfriend is still yeah. in Philly. Yeah, he's not still in Philly. He is in Jersey. Uh, and I said something to my current boyfriend. Like, oh, do you want me to look up anyone? I didn't think of too many people to look up, but I did just want to make sure that my ex is not in Philly. And then somehow I, I mentioned that every, I shouldn't have done this. Sometimes I just talk and I don't think that once a year I tried to, I didn't say what though, because then I felt like he was going to not trust me. I was like, every year I, I tell everyone a story about my ex-boyfriend. I didn't say every year I tell everyone that my ex-boyfriend has a fake butthole. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyway, so then he was like, oh, 
that mean you talk about me? And I was like, oh, yes. But not in a bad way. Right. And I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't listen, though. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, so my topic is not experimental, but what is experimental is that I went old school. And I am so tired of looking at the computer because I work on the computer all day. So I was like, I'm going to get a topic from a book in my house. Wow. Um, How I, many books do you have? You must be so smart. No, I don't have that many books, but I have a lot of <laughs> books. Shut up. No, I don't have a lot of books. I just have a lot of reference books. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, like, how words on the page translate to how long they take, so I don't know how short this topic is going to be. Also, I have a few notes. I'm sorry, wait. Are you just reading to us from no. a book? <laughs> no. I also wrote notes. So it's like a combination of looking at a book and looking at notes. So I just got to make sure that this is, um, if, if it seems a little choppy. Oh, I'm sorry, because you haven't just read an article before? No, no, no. I haven't from a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm jumping between notes and books. But, okay. Anyway, uh, all of my, no, most of my resources, not all of them, come from the book Phantasmagoria by Julia Bryce. An Atlas of Fabulous Creatures, Enchanted Beings, and Magical Monsters. And, just for Pete, I'm doing all of today, I chose Mythical Birds. Thank you. You're Ooh, I welcome. Hope, I hope she talks about the Thunderbird. There is, okay, I will read the part about the Thunderbird, which I didn't plan to read, because it was so short yeah. and boring. But I will read it anyway, just for you. Anyway. Uh, just a little intro. Yes, I am reading the intro from the book. Not all of this is <laughs> the intro. The immortal phoenix lives for centuries before being consumed by flames and then emerging reborn from his own ashes. This is one of the best known of all mythological birds. Pete, do you know any mythological birds? You already mentioned one. Uh, there's. I know that there are Egyptian ones. Yes. Uh, I mean, many say that the phoenix has uh, roots in Egyptian folklore. No, oh. the phoenix is uh, from X-Men. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, Thunderbird. Uh, yeah, there's a Thunderbird uh, that comes from Native North Americans. There's the giant rock ROC of... Arabian Night Stories. Okay, you could tell me the actual country. Remember that show, uh, Rock Live? What does that mean? What? It was a it was a sitcom. When I was That's when I was familiar. younger. That sounds familiar. Uh, Is that I never saw it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and there are Russian stories about winged and feathered creatures, including the Firebird whose feathers burn like flames, and the deadly winged sirens. Okay, so oh, let's... Winged sirens? Yeah, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk today about the phoenix, the sirens, and something else that... Is and not pterodactyls? Actually... No. <laughs> what? <laughs> something else that's not actually mythical, but we'll, we'll go to that. Pterodactyls. I'll, 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 no, shut up! There's no pterodactyl. Okay. You know pterodactyl starts with a P, right? Yeah, okay, I'm just I'm just checking to see if, you know. What, what is this, quiz time? No, I thought, like, you know, maybe you were just reading P, pterodactyl, and you were like, oh, no, there's no pterodactyls because none of these words start with T. <laughs> Eddie, no pterodactyls. Let's start with the phoenix. What do you know about the phoenix, Pete? So, the, like, Jean Grey... Okay, I'm telling you. Like, she, like when she goes super, super powered. Yeah. I think she becomes the phoenix. I mean, if we were talking Exxon and we wanted to get very complex, isn't she actually a clone? And isn't there something with Madeline Pryor? And isn't it more complex? Right. Yeah. But then when she... I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know about that one. 
Yeah, this is getting too deep, guys. We'll we'll talk about Phoenix from the X Men maybe on another show. This Phoenix is the bird. Who I've heard a lot about the Phoenix, but yeah, yeah, I don't really know the origin. I'm more. I feel like I've more just seen like picture representations, but not actually the true story. Give us the yeah. true story behind <laughs> the Phoenix. I just hear about it being reborn, but I, I yeah, I was just like, I don't know what that's from. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, let me read about that. And then I read some details about it. And I'm like, this bird is so dumb. What? How do we uh, how do we spell Phoenix in this situation? P H O E N I X. Isn't that how okay. it's always spelled? Who spells it differently? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, really. There's sometimes debate over the spelling of Phoenix. Between who? <laughs> and how is that? How is the other spelling? The, I think the E and the O get swapped. Wait a second. Let me look at that on a piece of paper. The, um, oh, I've never seen that. That's interesting. Okay. Never mind. Let's just not talk about this anymore. <laughs> but you're you're sure it's not F E N I X comma T X? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Phoenix. Most people know it's famous for dying in the flames and then becoming reborn. Um, perhaps one of the most well-known mythical birds. The classic phoenix legends are associated most times with ancient Arabia and Egypt. But a similar type of bird can be found in the stories of other cultures, including those of China and Japan. The Arabian phoenix, according to tales passed down by ancient Greek and Roman writers was the size of an eagle, which, by the way, is so disappointing. I thought it was yeah. fucking gigantic. Yeah. Some say it had glowing red and golden feathers, while others describe it as having a purple body and a rich blue or azure tail with a tuft of feathers on its head. It had a song that was sweet and tuneful. And living near a shady well in the wild of Arabia, it would wake up at daybreak and break into captivating song. <laughs> For some reason, this is my favorite sentence, because I'm like, why is this even anything? The phoenix did not kill or harm anything for its food, but instead lived on <laughs> droplets of morning dew that hmm. formed night. I don't know why. I thought the phoenix was so much more badass. This phoenix is just, like, so, like, all right, you just, you just eat dew drops? Cool. Okay. The phoenix, is that the end of it? No, I'm still going. Okay, no, I was just going to say, it kind of sounds like your dad's advice. You know, like, wake up early, get outside, have some dew. Oh, I forgot to mention that Phoenix, uh, the word itself, was uh, said to be derived from the ancient Greek word for red. Um, So, as the story goes, is that there is only ever a single phoenix that exists at any one time, and phoenix was actually the first bird to ever exist in the world. But it lived a long time, some say for 500 years, while others claimed it survived, that the first phoenix survived for 1,461 years, or even 12,994 years. Uh, it was at the moment of its death that the bird's magical nature became obvious, because it basically just sang pretty songs and just lived its life before that. Like all birds uh, do. If you say so. <laughs> As its life was coming to an end, the phoenix would build a nest from sweet-smelling twigs and spices such as cinnamon. Then, sitting in the nest, the bird set it on fire and was engulfed by the flame. So basically, the phoenix set itself on fire. Some say that the phoenix was consumed by the raging flames to rise again from the smoldering ashes. Another version that makes no sense to me says a worm emerges from the ashes, which turns into a tiny bird on the second day and a fully grown phoenix on the third. Why? That makes no sense to me, and there's no point to that. This says uh, that the nest is ignited by the sun. Oh, well, this one is... And I only wanted to mention that because um, I was trying to think of how a bird would light a match. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> seems like there are so many different stories of the phoenix so i mean it, it might differ depending on the source um but it is also worth noting that the tears of the phoenix were said to have the magical power to heal or even to temporarily protect 
temporarily protect a person from death. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. Oh, I wasn't looking at you, but I heard a noise. It sounded like a laugh. <laughs> okay. And the phoenix, because of this tale, is often used as a symbol of rebuilding. And I didn't rebuilding. know that birds cry. Well, I don't know if they all do. Why are you Googling do birds cry? Yeah. What, what makes them cry? Probably sad stories. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to read about the Thunderbirds. Sea I turtles think. cry, too. Pete's up Googling. Pete's <laughs> up... No. That's I'm going to send you this picture. No! <laughs> if it's of a turtle, don't send it to me. I'm going to be angry. It's certainly not of a turtle. Oh, if it's a turtle. <laughs> okay, send it to me where... <laughs> Did you send it already? It's coming. Okay. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's, why is that a thing? What is it measuring? It's tears? The team analyzed tears from a roadside hawk to see yeah. how similar they are to human tears. But, listener, I mean, the roadside <laughs> hawk has its tongue sticking out. <laughs> yeah, it looks fucking crazy. <laughs> Alright, alright, I'm closing my browser. <laughs> Thank you. This picture of the Thunderbird in my book actually looks like a roadside hawk, just less crazed. I'm not going to read it because I don't find the story interesting. But just to sum it up, uh, the Thunderbird is supposed to be this, like, bird that, um, oh, what the hell is that noise? Oh, sorry. I heard a noise. It sounded like a dog. Uh, yeah, it did. The, the, what? It did. Oh, you could hear that? Okay. Uh, yeah, the Thunderbird is a huge bird with giant wings, and as it like beats its wings, it creates sheets of thunder. That's enough. Anyway, next I am going to talk about, which I was like, why the fuck is this here? This isn't a mythical bird. Big bird. What? Oh, I thought you were saying I thought you were going to Big Bird. <laughs> no, I do like Big Bird. By the way, I'm going to talk about the Raven. Apparently, um, according to many stories from Native North Americans, the raven is the creator of the world. Have you ever heard that? No. Which I find interesting because nowadays, uh, ravens and crows, I do not think are seen as very positive. Um, in some cultures, people believe that ravens like nowadays are bad luck or can steal your thoughts or memories which might be traced back to uh, Greek stories. One example is when uh, the god Apollo sent a raven down to spy on his lover. And I think there was another story of a god sending a raven to spy on people on Earth. However... Ravens are native, perverts. Apparently. <laughs> but according to North American folklore, ravens uh, you know, are good. They're the creators. Um, before the time of people, the raven lived in the spirit world. But he got bored, so he flew away from the spirit world, carrying a stone in his beak. After a while, the raven became tired of carrying the stone, mm -hmm. and he dropped it into the ocean, where it grew and grew until it formed the world. However, there is another story, which makes no sense to me and I really like, that tells how the raven found a clam in the earth and opened it to discover, wait, to discover creatures inside. They were timid and frightened creatures, but he coaxed them out and told them to come into the world, <laughs> and these were the first men. But soon, the raven got bored with the, these male creatures, and he was about to put them back into the shell when he decided to look for female humans instead. He eventually found some trapped inside a different type of shell, and he was greatly amused by watching the men and women meet and interact. Yeah, because he's a pervert. Yes. Yeah, that does still. <laughs> yeah. And from that day on, the raven was very protective of humans. I was like, that's interesting. I've never heard of that in my life. I've never heard one positive thing about a raven. I They're do like all ravens. cooler than the Big Bang Theory, though. <laughs> I mean, are you talking about the show or the theory? Both. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. In the winter months uh, recently, my mom sent me a few pictures of all of the scavenger-type birds, crows and grackles, not necessarily ravens, but like they're all in the same family, descending upon her bird feeder and pushing away all the smaller birds. Oh, let's see, yeah. I was reading about ravens, though. That they could come to trust humans and interact with them. I, I didn't know like what you needed. To, I didn't read enough to be like how long it takes or what you need to do. Soaking the crows. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, my family has a lot of crows or ravens in their yard, and it's so creepy. I'm surprised your brother hasn't tamed one of them yet. Oh, that would be so cool. Wouldn't you should so get him cool? a big leather glove. <laughs> well, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, oh, okay. My last one, Pete. Okay, this first part I am reading. I feel like you're judging me if I'm reading <laughs> directly. At first, you can. I'm just going to set the scene. At first, you can hardly hear anything. Just a faint but beautiful sound carried on the wind. What? What is that? It's so haunting and lovely that you strain to hear more. Wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> the singing grows louder and more intense yeah. until it blacks out everything else in your mind. It is both beautiful and terrible at the exact same time, but you cannot resist it. Y'all got bit by the siren. (laughs) You you cannot escape the song of the siren. In the myths of the ancient Greeks, the sirens were beautiful maidens with human heads, but the bodies, wings, and legs of birds, whose enchanted singing lured ships to their dooms on the sharp, treacherous rocks surrounding their island home when did they turn into mermaids that is a different kind of siren i know that's why i wanted to talk about this because i've never heard of these okay yeah no that's a don't get so siren. defensive marissa no <laughs> <laughs> the terrible sirens would then devour the unfortunate shipwrecked sailors tearing them to pieces with their hooked talons they made their nests among the bleached bones of their victims that is so gothic <laughs> One of the most famous tales of the sirens involved Odysseus, the hero of the Trojan War, who had to sail past their island on his long voyage home. Oh, Odysseus? Odysseus? I don't know. Odysseus managed to escape their deadly song by telling his crew to plug up their ears with wax, blocking out the fateful singing. But he himself was burning with curiosity to hear the siren song, so he orders his men to tie him up to the mast of his ship, which would prevent him from leaping into the water in an attempt to reach the malicious maidens. So his tied him up very tightly to the ship, and though Odysseus struggled wildly to escape when he heard the singing, he just wanted to get down with the maidens so hard, the ropes held him back, and Odysseus survived the situation unscathed. Um... Now, Russian folklore has a similar creature. So the other, the first siren we talked about was S-I-R-E-N. Uh, the Russian folklore one is spelled S-I-R-I-N. Um, it features a similar creature which has the head and face of a beautiful maiden and the body of a bird, specifically of an owl. If owl you were a, lady. Yeah. If you were a saintly person, you had nothing to fear from the siren who would sing you beautiful songs about the joys of eternal life. Mere mortals, however, uh, who sinned, had much more to worry about. If they heard the siren song, they would forget everything and follow the siren blindly until they eventually died of starvation and exhaustion. Um, wow. That sounds very, like, kind of Wendigo-y. Yeah, I like that. Uh, one, one fact is that although the sirens had wings, they could not fly. Their flight feathers were removed as a punishment when they lost a music contest with the goddesses of the arts. I'm assuming that's a Greek, <laughs> in fact, from Greek mythology. So, you might be saying, what if I run into a siren? Guys, if you run into a siren, here's some tips. Stuff your ears First, with wax. Yeah, plug your ears so you cannot hear their enchanted singing. Also, ask someone to restrain you so you cannot follow their song. Hide oh. all of the bleach so that your bones don't get bleached. <laughs> yeah. Play music yourself that is even more beautiful from the, than their singing. But how? 
The liar, that the instrument L-Y-R-E, mm-hmm. the liar player Orpheus did this effectively in the Greek story of Jason and the Argonauts. Uh, lastly, make loud noises to drown out their song. In Russia, people use cannon fire and bells to, ca- to cover the songs of the siren. Um, those are my three. Like I said, I wasn't sure how long it was going to take. I hope that wasn't too short or boring. Um, I just thought those were fun. I don't, I, I don't know. I've only heard of the Phoenix. Didn't know the Raven had any origin. Didn't even know the Phoenix's story. And, um, yeah, I only knew Sirens is like deadly, uh, mermaids. So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I feel like so, even in school, they told us that the, that the Sirens in the Odyssey were mermaids. Is Orpheus the, no, I'm sorry. Is it maybe, just- maybe it's the Mandela effect. Wait, yeah, so did, no, so not. Wait, is Odysseus the Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah, stupid. Um, I'm an English major. Um, I'm looking at water creatures in this book real quick to see if I see the word siren. Um, mermaid. I don't even see the word siren. I don't know. Ooh, bunyip. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize the bunyip is in this book. Fuck yeah. It's a fun book. Anyway, um, are you Googling it? Sirens are Greek creatures from mythology which entice sailors to their destruction. Do they the most say anything? Famous for their appearance in Homer's Odyssey, mm-hmm. where Odysseus escapes their enchanting call. And pictures have them flying. Okay, well, that's interesting. Well, I don't know, guys. Mythology's not always the same everywhere yeah. you go. Okay? Well, that's what I had to offer today. I, I thought that's why um, Ariel was such a good singer. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. By the Middle Ages, the figure of the siren had transformed into the enduring mermaid figure. Originally, sirens were shown as male or female, but the male siren disappeared from art around the 5th century B.C. Okay, so it might have just, like, evolved over time. Interesting. Oh, my God. I just looked at Monsters of the Deep. Nice. And I just... Now you're going to just stare at that all night. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm just staring at this fucking gigantic squid. And it's not even a real... It's just a painting, and it fills me... Oh, God! Why do giant squids scare me so much, Pete? Confront the fear. Fuck! I'm going to look at this forever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I should get a giant squid tattoo. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I guess I mean, that's, all, that's all I got. Again, if you're interested, this is a fun book that lets you just like get the finer points of things. It's called Phantasmagoria by Julia Bryce. And it was nice to give my eyes a break. Um... Pete, what are your plugs? The Thunderbird is a legendary creature in Northern American indigenous people's history and culture. <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? Because I didn't cover it? Yeah. I covered the raven, though. I'm not saying it's not interesting. I'm saying this book didn't have enough for me to latch on to. The idea of a giant bird is just... Whoa. <laughs> well, yeah, it said bird, blah, 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 flaps his wings, but I wanted, like, something obscure. This book didn't have anything obscure about it. The Pokemon Zapdos is based on First Nations folklore <gasps> surrounding the Thunderbird. <laughs> that makes sense. Zapdos is like a, yeah, like a lightning-y bird. Pete, do not upstage me in my topic, okay? <laughs> I would never. Okay. I am just searching for representation for indigenous people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. Well, yeah. I think uh, I think the Raven's origin story. Um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so get yourself together. Oh wow. Oh man. Oh, I gotta take a picture and send it to you of the picture they have of gremlins. It's so fun. I I feel like they, I thought they were reptilians. Uh, wait. Skype. Okay. But yeah, while I send this to you, do you have any plugs? I wanted to plug the song Carrot Rope by Pavement. 
which I forgot existed, but I heard it recently on Spotify, and I was like, hey, this song's fun. Okay. But also, um, if you have $10 to burn, I mean, you get something for it, but uh, you can get a, a pass to the Slam Dance Film Festival. Okay. And then you can watch a movie called The Civil Dead, which is enjoyable. Did um, you say Slam Dance Film Festival? I said Slam Dance Film Festival. Okay. Just want to make sure. I'm okay. Sure. And I wasn't sure if I heard you say Flam Dance. <laughs> <laughs> I said Slam Dance because I wasn't sure if it was Slam Dance or Slam Band. Okay. But uh, it's a movie by Whitmer Thomas and Clay Tatum. And I listened to their podcasts, and they're fun, and they made this movie. That's it. Check it out. It's complicated. Oh, okay. Yes, Marissa sent me a picture of gremlins on planes. (laughs) I think that's a very fun picture. So that leads me to believe that you haven't watched or possibly listened to the How Did This Get Made episode about the Chloe Moretz movie. Which movie? About, uh, what is it called? Shadows in the Clouds or something? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Should I? That that movie, something else. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll... <laughs> is it with Gremlins? Yep. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll look at that. <laughs> Watch that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I am plugging something that I didn't realize so many people didn't know existed. Because I put it in my Facebook stories. I mean, no, Facebook. I put it in my Instagram stories yesterday, which, by the way, if you don't follow me, at Risk Vandal. Um, that is the reboot slash sequel of Saved by the Bell, which I didn't think... Okay, so I just want to make it clear. like There is a new, gritty, dramatic, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that I think looks horrendous. And this new Saved by the Bell has a Latina lead, and I thought it was just going to, like, be real serious and, like, tackle, like, issues in the serious way about race and, and class, which the themes are fine. But I was like, I don't want to watch a serious show. And Zach is, like, a corrupt governor of the area. And I was like, what, they're going to make, like, Zach evil all of a sudden? And I was oh, so like, wrong. Zach Morris, not the Zach Morris-esque character? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I was wrong. So let me lay it out for you all. Basically, there are new students at Bayside High, you know, young people, but Zach Morris is the governor. Um, Lee, uh, what's his name? Kelly is his wife. Uh, Jesse is back as, like, the guidance counselor. You think Slip- she would be the governor? Yes, she should be. Well, Except no, for that like, drug problem. That, oh, that is, God, they make, she has, like, a sober coin for caffeine. She's, like, <laughs> talks about her caffeine addiction all the time. Uh, and it's very funny to me. Uh, Slater is the gym teacher, and even Lisa Turtle makes a cameo now and then. We really and thought that these kids were going to get out of Bayside and take on the world. Yeah, no. I mean, Lisa Lisa lives in Paris. Um, wow, ooh la la. Yeah, so she just makes a cameo. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, the tone is goofy. There are so many like throwbacks to the old show. Um, there is this perfect balance between the adults and the kids getting dream time. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, really funny. And it's just, like, oh, and they still go to the Max. The kids still go to the Max to eat. And the guy who, like, owned the Max is still there owning the Max. Like, it's just, like, perfect. If you like Saved by the Bell, it's the perfect way for them to have rebooted it. Do but they, again, do they break the fourth wall? Um, oh yeah, they do. Every so often she goes... Time out. Yeah, she goes, time out. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. It's adorable. Uh, I recommend it very much. It's so fun. Uh, it's a throwback, but also brings something fresh. If, like, you haven't seen Saved by the Bell, I love it so much. It is on Peacock. Thank you to my friend who gave me their Peacock account. (laughs) Yeah. You can get a Peacock account for free, but you might not be able to watch things like everything on it for free. So, yeah, thanks to yeah. your friend. Exactly. I had Peacock free, but I I, I think I needed Peacock free to watch that. But, um, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. And you can call us at 
Padwad one if you have a favorite mythical bird. And did you say the phone number? Yes. Are you? I just what? I just zoned out. Okay. Do you want to say the? Uh, we the also email? like you can you can um you can email us shout at yallheard.me but you can also like leave us reviews or ratings in whatever app it is that you are listening to us in. And if you're like, you know what? I don't like apps. I like to listen. I like to just download an MP3 and, you know, live outside the system. Um, make a burner account and rate us on something. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I will say every time I'm like, I would podcast and, I, and people are like, where is it? And I'm like, it's like on iTunes. And they're like, really? And I'm yeah. like, it's okay. And I'm like, it's also on Spotify. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes, we have a real podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> not fake. Um, also, um, you can slide into my DMs at risk vandal. Um, I will send a call. If anyone likes anime and you are not in my personal anime club, it is not a Y'all Heard Anime Club. It is my personal anime club, which has, like, eight members, maybe. Uh, message me on Instagram. Uh, I've had strangers ask to be on it, but I decided that is not – that's too much. <laughs> but if you listen to our podcast, you are not a stranger. Or, obviously, if you were my friend, you are not a stranger. But, yeah, if you have any interest in anime and want to join my club, slide into my DMs. And uh, also, we are still open to episode ideas. Mike, Dominic, I know you've come up with some that we have not delivered on, because I could not find enough about Disney on Ice. Yeah, but, I, uh, I almost threw that into the last potpourri episode. But yeah, but please, Mike, give us more. So, Michael, anyone, give us give us topics. Um, anything else, Pete? Oh, we still got we still got to talk to Alex. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, let's do that soon. All right. Yeah, um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay safe, and goodbye. Farewell. Farewell.